Episode 54 of SEO This Week brings us a good look at Amazon SEO and how to improve your product rankings inside of Amazon. Competition analysis for both PPC and SEO. A little bit more about some Facebook ads, some SEO tools, and even a couple pieces on copywriting and conversions. All this and more on episode 54 of SEO This Week. Hey everyone, thank you for joining us. And without further ado, we're going to get started. Kind of got a long list to go. So, number one is the Amazon SEO guide. This published over at Search Engine Watch is actually really, really good. Now, typically, as a SEO person, you're going to talk about ranking in Bing and Google, maybe even a little bit of Yahoo. But this case, we're going to talk about using or optimizing your product listings inside of Amazon in order to leverage the Amazon search uh, engine and uh, increase the overall rankings of your product pages. Now, this is very important, and I know a lot of people that are doing a great job in Amazon. Uh, however, comma, they did a better job when they followed a basic uh, structure to to optimize their particular listings. So. Without further ado, I think this is a this is a great article. Um, I personally don't sell on Amazon, but I know a lot of people that do are doing FBA and kind of follow this along and pass these uh, with the or or along the same or pass these tips on to me uh, if I was going to take on that thing. So what we're going to look at basically is a product pricing, the search terms, the range of selection, i.e. the colors. Um, Product availability, sales history, customer reviews, and click volume. All of that, all of those things are basically what they've figured out is helping you. So, you know, performance bank rank, performance-based ranking factors include conversion rate, optimizing your images, uh, what is your pricing in compared with everyone else, uh, let's see, some more relevance, especially the product listing title, brand description the line of the product the color materials all that stuff takes as a factor and brand uh, bullet points use bullet points versus paragraph descriptions and this in their testing that the those have actually shown to help uh, increase conversion so if you're converting more you're going to rank higher because you're selling more and you're doing better on amazon right so use bullet points uh, there's a whole bunch of other stuff in here, especially that I think you're going to like. It's not doesn't take a whole lot of time to read this, um, but I can imagine if you are selling on Amazon and you're doing the or any of the uh, FBA stuff that you can take, you know, one or two of your listings and test the these concepts out and see how it works for you. My guess is, based off the information I know from the people in my mastermind that are doing FBA, uh, that all of this stuff is is correct, uh, and it's going to actually help you significantly. The next is HubSpot is how to start a competitive analysis, and there's a free kit here. You can download it. The download links after the third paragraph. So, uh, sign up for that. I will warn you though, the download form you have to give you know the name and identification number of your firstborn. Um, it's a little bit, it's a little bit long and needy on the on the tooth. But then again, you can get the uh, the download here, and you can get a zip file. It's pretty good. Uh, some things you want to look into here is business, uh, sales, marketing that they're doing. 
uh, content engagement, promotion, and social media presence, and then a SWOT analysis. You've never done a SWOT analysis, honestly, unless you're really, really super stupid deep dive uh, into your competitors. SWOT analysis might not be uh, needed. However, it is part of our marketing plans uh, that we do as a SWOT analysis. They don't take a whole lot of time. You just kind of understand the strength, weakness, opportunities, and threats is basically what you're what you're going for. You can find tons of articles and tell you how to how to do them, but you know they are helpful, especially in your market research setup portion of your of your work. So you want to do one on you, uh, your business, and then you want to do one on the competitors. Uh, just as a matter of course all this stuff is inside of the download the the article here it's actually pretty short uh, you're probably going to have to find some supporting articles if you've never done a competition analysis before um, but the tips inside of the download are, are, are pretty helpful as well uh, John Loomer brings us a uh, thing on dynamic creative ads for Facebook so basically what they did is you know, you can change if this is meets that or you set up dynamic content on a website. If I'm searching for X and I come to the website, the website is optimized for X. Uh, or you can do uh, all kinds of other stuff. So basically what was happening here is in ads, people were setting up A-B tests. So they set up one ad, one convertive, one picture kind of thing and and creating 30 different ads, running money to those 30 different ads, and then seeing which one works and kind of eliminating the, the, the thing. Dynamic Creative allows you to set up a whole bunch of functions inside of one ad. So in this case, like 30 images uh, or 10 videos, and then a whole bunch of different text blocks, variations, a whole bunch of different ad or headlines, and then multiple descriptions inside of one ad. And then it'll rotate through, and then you can kind of pick the winners and choosers, losers from there uh, inside of this thing. There is a special way to get to these ads. So if you don't see them in your account listed, you need to come to this post, uh, follow the directions to get to the dynamic creative options, and then you're off to the races. Again, here you need five headline variations, 10 images or 10 videos five text variations, five description variations, and five different variations on your call to action button. And and and, and you're good. So I, I th you know, it's something it's worth checking out and seeing uh, if you can leverage that. It might also solve a problem that a lot of people are having is if you're running the, uh, the same ad to the same uh, service or product, Eventually, people kind of get blind to it. Now you have these ten different images ten, uh, that can grasp their grab their attention, and you're saying five different things, or you know whatever that combination comes up to uh, inside of the uh, the text areas that will make it fresh and kind of eliminate the banner blindness that you're gonna get a lot inside of Facebook. Just because you know. Can, People are there to watch cat videos. You want to get their attention. And I think these dynamic creative ads are going to help you do that. Next is clicks.com is how to carry out effective PPC competitor analysis. This one does not come with a whole lot of tools and stuff, but it does give you a good place to look at your uh, look at your competition and see what's going on. There are some tools inside of your AdWords campaign, AdWords Auction and Insights, uh, specifically Spyful 
spy foo kind of pulls that in for you so if you want to get a subscription there you can do it as well and then what runs rare what runs where is a little bit more expensive than spy foo though so just kind of give you a, a, a warning on that but the data is inside the adwords uh itself so i would just be a little bit more careful uh with using that because you know SpyFu pulls it all together for you, and where is the AdWords doing it yourself for free? You kind of have to know a bit. There is a uh, action script inside of here given away. Uh, Brain Labs created it. You can like it, look inside the AdWords auction paragraph, and you'll see the link to download that to kind of help you out a little bit. Uh, but again, I think SpyFu and even SEMrush will will help you do a little bit more competitor analysis as well. SpyFu is uh one that i've used i like it you can kind of rip off also there's SEM rush as i mentioned and ISPionage that can do the competitive analysis too so uh plenty of options uh, to look at uh we go to okay dork it's by noah kagan is sales tips for your business and daily life uh, this is actually a thing on how to you know communicate effectively specifically when you're using email uh, you can do this for cold email, sales emails, etc. Uh, what I found is their examples are driven specifically towards AppSumo and SumoMe and promoting those products. So you, you have to kind of take the points out. There is no um, cold email templates for you to use in here. Uh, but there is a download link to get the five cold email templates that they use to grow SumoMe.com. Just to kind of get the... Uh, the uh, juices flowing inside of your thought process but you see the the tips here there is five tips i i like this post it's actually pretty good especially considering we do a lot of cold outreach ourselves next we go on to bright local is five reasons why bing is still important to your seo strategy really there's only one the comp to me is the competition is lower it's a little bit less work uh and you still get traffic and then the second one it's not listed in here is that bing has been proven to actually bing users actually spend 500 dollars more in certain markets than they do in others namely in fashion electronics and that kind of stuff i think we covered that if not last week the week before in seo this week you might want to look at that up uh the exact numbers and the, the niches that are getting more play uh dollar wise from users than they are than in google so the other five reasons that they give or four is cheaper being as much more transparent about the ranking factors being places and webmaster tools and the tools that you can get inside of there so i check it out this is a good article uh and don't forget the bing next we go to distill it's the seo apprentice toolbox geared up for analysis what this is is kind of just gives you some ideas for a tool there's a chrome plugin right off the bat it's called it's a page insights i've i installed it i never saw it and i like it it's actually pretty cool it kind of works hand in hand with serp works for me now and it kind of you know points out some notices especially if i'm doing some on page going page by page i can open that up fire it up and see some things that i need to pick or you know fix really quick and get some easy wings wins from there's some other tools that do that but again i use serp works and i use now page insights these two 
uh, tools together. I think you'll enjoy that. Uh, analyzing page performance, they recommend web page test. I'll tell you right now, if you're not used to looking at the complex nature of uh, page speed optimization stuff, webpagetest.org is a little bit heady for you guys, and you might not find it useful. What you can use is Pingdom, which Pingdom's page speed is the speed that the users are actually seeing. Uh, versus web page test where you have to kind of diverse or you know decipher some of the data points that you're getting to see the what the users are needing to see so uh, uh, just be aware of that it's a good tool they do recommend recommend page speed insights i tell you bull that tool is junk uh it even identifies and gives you poor scores based off of things like uh, if you're using Google Maps on your page with your local you pretty much have to or if you have uh, Google fonts or if you're using uh, YouTube or you got a Google Plus widget on there all of those things are getting you know those are all Google Google scripts and they're telling you that you need to make them faster you need to optimize them you need to uh, do a whole bunch of other stuff inside of the PageBeat Insights tool However, if you actually do that, if you've ever tried to minimize your YouTube, all those scripts that YouTube sends out on loads, like the PageSpeed Insight tells you, it breaks the YouTube video, or it breaks the map, or it breaks your access to fonts. So you can't. So PageSpeed Insights, it's a horrible tool. Don't get your customer hooked on it. Don't you get hooked on it. And if you're training people, uh, don't let them get hooked on it either. Don't use it. Ping them, or web web page tests, or GT Metrics. Those are really the three you need to know. Ping them you use for what people are actually seeing. Uh, GT metrics and web page test are the entire cum cum cumulative page loading of the site beyond what your users are seeing. It's everything in the background too. So um, for page speed optimization for Google, use Ping them. Uh, search engine land is high quality content from Google's own style guides. They put out four, it says five listed here in the article, but there's only four that's posted. So, uh, but it is a developer, HTML and CSS, JavaScript and Java style. Uh, just some things to look out for. One thing that I found in here is kind of, it stood out to me is that include strong or be as appropriate. So bold. Uh, for visual emphasis and strong as you want a strong importance of, of the term on the page. So I look at that and see, you know, what's going on. Some, I think, for the most part, WordPress actually switched over to strong. Uh, but you can look in your code and see what your theme developers did uh, to help you optimize for on-page optimization. Correlation is not causation. However, strong is correlating highly with uh, rankings. So I get my, what we're going to test is, can you take a, or leverage that, put, you know, B for the visual and then use strong to highlight a keyword importance and thus in turn increase rankings. So this is one of the few things that I've seen in here uh, in this article. Go through the article, see the highlights yourself, and then actually go through and read these style guides. They're really important because it gives you kind of a insight into the mind of the not only the spam teams, but the algo guys uh, and what they're looking at when they're creating those algorithms for you. 
Search Engine Journals, five ways you can build links like a PR pro. Public relations professionals are actually doing a lot of stuff that you honestly or they don't even consider SEO. It's stuff that they've been doing a long time and you're just kind of you know leveraging it. Some things you hear is influencers, creating influencer relationships, look for opportunities to tie into current events, uh, press releases, uh, use Harrow, and research your niche. Duh. Um, but this, you know, it's a pretty good uh, article. I'm just looking at it from a PR perspective. Again, if people are presenting public relations as a separate thing from SEO, uh, it's not. They're intertwined. If people are presenting to you marketing as a separate thing from SEO, it's not. It's intertwined. Marketing and public relations are a, or the, the broad term if you want to use it, and then SEO is a long tail search result that you're looking for uh, as a way to kind of do both of those tasks at the same time. And then PR and marketing are in much uh, the the same thing as well, uh, whereas PR is more about, uh, you know, highlighting your brand and marketing is kind of selling. So um, it's really the only difference in the two. I've got a master's degree in marketing and I get, I'm working on my master's degree in public relations. So, you know, I, I the, they both carry over very well, very much uh, when you're thinking about it that way. And they both help your SEO at the same time. Uh, search engine land yext begins a verticalized local business listings and syndication with yext for food if you're not a yext fan i really really strongly suggest you look at look at it and we use it uh it just makes things a lot easier sure your seos can tell you oh why are you gonna pay that you can pay one guy to do it and once uh and then you do it but you kind of miss out on a lot of things uh, that people are using now inside of these databases of information to enhance your listing that you get with Yext. Are you adding videos, uh, multiple backlinks, and now you can do such things as add your uh, your menus. And there's even new platforms that are available uh, to to restaurants. So honestly, check it out. If you don't want to get the Yext thing, you don't want to manage it yourself, then. Uh, which is a thousand dollars for not even all of the stuff that you can do uh, that I can do as a reseller, and I could probably I could provide you all those tools for half the price of the X gives because I am a reseller. So uh, check it out. Reach out to us here over at digitalear.com if you want to uh, finally get around all those messages, uh, build your listings out with some cool guy stuff, uh, and then take advantage of those new th- things that they're releasing in the new platforms. I think you're gonna like it. Next is the uh, conversionxl.com is using dual process theory for higher conversions. Now, if you are into testing uh, and copywriting, this is really good post for you. It kind of give you another book to read too, as it did with us. Systems one and two, uh, two ways your mind thinks, uh, and, and delve into this. And I think it's pretty good. It's written from a designer's perspective. However, you know. Web design cannot uh, exist without copywriting, and copywriting cannot with, exist without web design uh, in the, on the online stage. So this is really for both of those. So if you're interested in copywriting, ignore the fact that it's designed or written specifically for web designers. But I think that you'll uh, learn a lot. You'll get a good book to read out of it. Uh, I know I did. And you'll get some new perspectives on things that you can – kind of change uh, in your uh, copywriting 
uh, and the subsequent web design that supports that copywriting uh, to increase your conversions. And then finally, we're going to wind up with Yoast. It's a, uh, basically what a spider trap is, is a, uh, the, it's an indefinite loop uh, that Google just, or the bots or whatever bot you want to use will kick off and just kind of find URLs, new URLs over and over and over again. Uh, most notably for us, we noticed that the e-com sites do that because it changes and creates dynamic URLs for different functions, features, users, etc., depending on their pages. So that's something that you need to look at. Uh, you can check out and see inside of the log files of your host to see if there's a spider trap in there. This post tells you how to do it. We use Screaming Frog. If Screaming Frog running as a Googlebot catches, gets caught into a quote-unquote spider trap, you're going to see it in Screaming Frog right away. Uh, so you can do that um, uh, with ease. There is a way to fix it. In their case, they're basically they had a uh, suggest feature that was creating a loop for them. Uh, they didn't, and they just addressed it with the robots fix. But you know, in, like in, in the ecom case, some of that might not be possible. So you're gonna have to look in for your CMS specific things to see it. This is a big deal, uh, it, it, and it can hurt your rankings if the bots get lost in your in your website. So I would uh, check it out, check out the article first, and then go fire up Screaming Frog, uh, and then see what happens. Uh, if you don't have a paid version of Screaming Frog, which probably you're going to need, especially because of the amount of URLs that this thing will create, uh, then uh, go ahead and get that or find someone that does. Uh, we can do it for you at Digital Lear 2. We have a paid version. Just hit us up on the contact us form uh, that you'd like to run your site on Screaming Frog to see if you have a spider trap issue. Uh, and we can I got that for you free of charge. It's no big deal. All right, that's it. SEO This Week, episode number 54. Again, we hit a lot of content. A lot of it uh, is really valuable to you. Uh, if, uh, you know, kind of pick and choose, but I would look at the conversions posts and make sure you check out those quality guidelines for ease of use. I put those on the show page, those links on the show page as well, underneath the listing article listing, so you don't have to actually go to the article uh, you can read them directly off of our site. And if we find more, I'll update those. And then I'll also plan on just going through each one of those and kind of do a, a better deep dive analysis and see how it's going to change our on-page SEO guide uh, for the better. So I'll, I hope you enjoyed the show. I hope you have a great week, and thank you very much for listening.